Round one, fight. Heroes never die. I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite store on the Citadel. <laughs> I used to be an adventurer like you. Then I took an arrow in the knee. Power, sex, sex, power. They both come down to one thing. Hungry Gamers. Hello, 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 and welcome, boys and girls, to the 187th episode of the Hungry Gamers podcast. We are powered by 8bit.net and those sexy, sexy legends over at Audio Technica. But more on those guys later. I'm your extremely humble host, Brendan White. You can find me just about everywhere at Brendan 8Bit. And the Timmy to my Tommy, you can find her at Miss Ally Hart. Miss Ally Hart, how you doing today? Hungry HQ Satellite Edition. The world is in shambles. What's going on? <laughs> I'm doing actually pretty, pretty, pretty well during this apocalypse. So, yeah, I'm doing, I'm sitting pretty. I'm, I'm happy. I've got everything I need in the world. So, how about you? <laughs> it is, um, it's crazy. Like sort of every day you sit there and go what is going to happen tomorrow and lo and behold something changes the crisis levels heighten things get closed restrictions are in place like it is we're playing out our best post-apocalyptic video game or film fantasies right now like doomsday preppers i used to laugh at those shows and now i'm sitting there going mate you smart smart sons of bitches looks like those guys had a good idea yeah, but um, the good thing is I don't have the coronavirus at this stage, um, touch wood. Uh, yeah, it was pretty crook last week and it sort of uh, took a little bit of a turn for the worse mm. over the weekend. Had had some pretty bad sort of respiratory issues with a cough and a bit of a flu, but I'm feeling better, sounding better. Still got a little bit of a cough, but uh, I'm surviving. The virus haven't got me yet, so that's a plus. <laughs> well, that is a plus, a very, very, very big plus yeah it's it's nuts though like i I know we talk about this and this is going to be probably a common thread between now and the next several months for not only us but every other podcast or news outlet there is Mm. in the world like but it's still doesn't seem real to me it there is a level of like kind of like unrealness like i went and just did my average walk so i don't get cabin fever and it was weird in the sense that there was like there wasn't a lot of people in the streets, but there was still like a lot of cars driving around. There was like businesses kind of open. So I was just like, it hasn't fully synced in yet, but I don't know if, if it's happened for you guys yet, but they've closed off beaches and just seeing these dead beaches is, um, that's, that's kind of like a jolt. That was, that was one of the big reasons for, our sort of heightened level of lockdown is because over the weekend people just flocked to Bondi and were just on top of each other and there was hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people there Mm. so the government you know what fuck you you stupid idiots you know you can't take these warnings so we're going to lock these down completely uh scale back the amount of people that are allowed in any one space like we've had situations over the past 24 hours now where um, at a funeral, there's a maximum of 10 people permitted at a funeral and a maximum of five people permitted at a wedding. So that's a celebrant, the husband and wife or you know, wife, wife, husband, husband, whatever it might be, mm. and the two witnesses. So things like that, like everything shut here, like um, beauty salons and everything closed overnight, uh, tattoo parlors closed. The only things that are open is retail, uh, supermarkets, doctors, and the post, really. That's it. Everything else is shut. Yeah, unfortunately, like 
it's it's just the kind of case where it's like if people don't want to take it too seriously then unfortunately it has to go into other people's hands like like the people that are going to complain are probably the same people who wanted to like who didn't care yeah i saw some video and probably a lot of people out there saw the video circulating of all these um you know college kids on spring break oh, yeah all at like florida and stuff and you know just young dumb idiots mm. just naive to the world and this this virus and whatnot and look yeah like just it's all common a, sense it, there's common sense and there's also about educating yourself and unfortunately we live in a day and age where false information can be you know, perceived as possibly true, but depending where, you, you know, who you are and how you want to view it. So it's a, it's an interesting time to be alive. It really is. But um, a, a release of a game that we've both been playing couldn't have probably <sighs> happened at a better time with everything else going on. And, and now this, this self-isolation where the, the world has pretty much closed its doors and everyone pretty much has to stay inside for the foreseeable future. Uh, Animal Crossing New Horizons dropped and um, this is my first foray anyone that's listened to this podcast a couple of times would know that this franchise is very near and dear to your heart Mm -hmm. and you've been hanging out for this game for years (laughs) yeah here it is here it is Um, maybe maybe give us a bit of a feel because you because you're the purest of this franchise Mm -hmm. I'm I'm new to it no idea of of how it played and, and how it worked until this past week what do you think is is this more of that good stuff is this the best entry to the franchise it's definitely more of the good stuff they've added like little extra elements as well that kind of give it a bit of a fresh kind of you know a fresh tone but for the much of the muchness in regards to gameplay it's very much what we have going to um, be standard gameplay for animal crossing you're just a general collecting of materials collecting of items selling of goods making bells which is the currency and then paying off loans so you can just improve you know the surrounding like the the village or the town or the island in this case and then also your abode so you make your house bigger and then bigger and then add rooms so then you have like more areas to decorate and you can buy items different items and you can now customize items which is yeah which pretty is incredible great. not a lot of like right now like it seems like i wouldn't say half and half but it, it seems like you can customize less but it's better than nothing and they've added like oh god they've added the this uh custom pattern thing and people have gone wild because they actually let you um share create and there's actually a website that lets you upload pictures so then you can have these pictures like very low quality pictures in animal crossing and Oh my God, people are either super creative or also super screwed in the head. But it's been fun. It's been great seeing uh, what people are making out there. Yeah, this is um, yeah, this is my first foray into this into this world. And holy moly, the bug has bit me. Like uh, <laughs> I know, jumped jumped in on it. I'm I'm all about this life, and I didn't really know how much this game would take hold of me. Like I guess with the current global global circumstances and things like that. There isn't a huge amount else to do apart from, you know, play games, consume media, get out and about when you can for that limited time. But yeah, this is great. Like, like Rach and I have been just grinding this game out so much. Mm. Um, I I didn't know what to expect. Yeah. Like I knew it was sort of like a, a town or an island builder or, you know, a little world builder with, with cute characters and, and that sort of Nintendo quirkiness. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's just sunk its claws right into me. I'm, I'm sort of in... I've upgraded my house 
past the tent to the house and then to the next level and I'm just about to embark on the one where I get my next room. Yeah. So so I've got that going on. Uh, I've got the obviously the the shop uh, that's that's up and running. Mm-hmm. I've got the museum going. I've just put in my second bridge. Uh, oh. So so it's happening slowly but surely. I've got three villages on my island at the moment. Mm-hmm. So oh sorry, I've got four villages on my island at the moment. So it's cool that there's there's so much variety. I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Like I thought it was going to be almost the same experience for everybody, but obviously it's going to depend on northern or summer southern hemisphere for starters yeah. and then which of those four starter islands you select i'm assuming you know they're all random because oh, it's all I, rng yeah i um watched someone stream um their their beginning playthrough and then i looked at all the islands they got to choose from i'm like i didn't get any of those options so well there you go yeah i, I like that to it and and as an aside i love that the internet uh, is up in arms when they're getting certain characters, like certain, um, you know, island mates, and, and they're not the ones they like, so they just restart the whole game because they hate certain characters. No, that's their own screwy fault. Well, the, the two, so what happens in the game is, is you um, go onto this island that you're going to establish, and you do get two randoms at the start. Um, and then as the village grows, you get the optionals. I think at this stage, I've gotten an optional three that can move in. Yep. Um, the first two you don't get a choice but if you actually start doing island tours you can ask the people that are on those island tours to join your house if you don't ask like enough of them to join your island before you get to the stage where you start building additional homes they'll pick them for you oh really okay i didn't know that i i asked anybody like i i haven't seen any new characters though i've done a few more island hops since and Mm. haven't seen any new characters on them so my two starters i've got snake who's like a little ninja rabbit mm-hmm. uh, he's pretty cool and then i had phoebe who's this sort of rocker um peacock yeah. can't stand her she's a bitch um always carries on I actually complained to uh isabelle a couple of times to have some words to her <laughs> about how she speaks to me and things so uh she's a bit better now but yeah um that was my starter too and then i had clay who's like this little little chunky i don't know if he's a um a pug or like a little bear cub but he's like a little in a little ninja suit as well oh okay named clay and then i got piper who is uh like a little white bird little high energy bird that runs around Mm -hmm. and then the other one as i got was ellie the elephant as well so that's my that's my crew that are that are rolling around um shark fin island as i called it what's what's your island called oh souls time nice 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 i'm not sure if anyone will get that reference I wish you had more characters to name your island. Uh, only having 10 characters or whatever made it a little bit tough. Yeah, I'd like... See, the thing was, is I got actually... I was going to call it, um, you know, based off my company, but on the uh, fantasy critic gaming thing that we've got going on, I was going to call it TT Island. But then nice. because they're constantly about make sure it's more appropriate, make sure it's, you know, not, you know, rude or crude. And I'm like, I can't risk it, can I? So I had to mm. go down another route. Yeah, so so who are your who are your two starting uh, island mates, and who are the three that you've picked up along the way? Yeah, so I started with Goose, who's like a jock bro kind of chicken, and okay. I also started with uh, Hazel, who's this squirrel. Um, I fucking hate Hazel. She's just annoying. <laughs> She's just like constantly like, oh, I had a feeling I'm gonna run into you. Oh my god, like you know. 
running into you again and I'm like fuck you like I'm you know anyway so I've I was actually really close to um doing the thing to get her off your island which is hitting her with a net just constantly oh really but then she and they leave the island if you do that apparently I stopped because she started crying she goes just leave me alone haven't you made my day any worse and that hit me and I'm like I can't do this anymore. <laughs> so that's, she's sticking around. That's heavy. It was it was pretty damn heavy. So luckily, like I just let her do her own thing. But luckily, I have Goose, who's like the best bro ever. Um, he works out in the plaza like every day. Um, mm-hmm. And then because of him, I'm like, all right. I um I met another chicken called Ava, so I invited her over. And then I met another chicken called Benedict, which seems like a really mean name of an animal that produces eggs. Um, but I invited him over. So I've got three chickens and then I've also got um, Apple, the hamster, and she's just cute as F. So. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So you've got a, got a nice little squad there assembling on uh, on the island. Yeah. Like, I only got my last one today. He moved in today. Okay. So... Yeah, so I'm I'm haven't had anyone new because um I guess full full disclosure, you've been playing the purest route, right? You haven't yep. been time jumping. <laughs> yep, pure. I have I have been jumping here, there, and everywhere. Um, <laughs> on, only a few days here or jump back because, uh, for those that are unaware on Animal Crossing, obviously it's set to the the in-game clock of your Nintendo Switch, mm-hmm. and the game actually works off the real day-night cycle that your Switch is showing. So mm-hmm. right now for me it's 11 a.m. Uh, it would be 11 a.m. on the Switch if I jumped in right now. But, uh, yeah, to advance certain things in the game, it's a 24-hour cycle for, yeah. like, your bridges and your buildings to actually take shape. It takes 24 hours once you've once you've paid the piper. Um, Tom yeah, so... <laughs> yeah, but, um... I don't, like... Oh, it's very grindy. Like, uh, it's extremely grindy. Is this how the franchise has always been? Yeah. Or have they sort of doubled down on a little bit more with uh, New Horizons? Or no, it's been very... It more of the same? It's pretty much much of the same. Like, you're expected to meet um, these... Like, well, I guess, you know, you've got to... You're essentially paying back your loans. Um, so, yeah, you're trying to earn money any possible way that you can. And actually, another element that they've added, because um, Tom Nook, who is, you know, essentially who owns your ass. Um, he's developed this whole system. He gives you a Nook phone and you earn Nook miles, which is a good mm-hmm. uh, like addition because it gives you challenges and things to meet during the day. So say if you, well, if you were playing the purest form and you already, you know, you paid off your loan, so you're waiting for your building to be built. I mean, at least there's still things that you can do. You can earn Nook miles. You can continue going fishing and earn more money. You can, um, you know, build up a collection. You can go on different tours and, you know, get more exotic plants and fruits and bugs and fish and all that sort of stuff. So it's 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 grindy, but it's like the most simple and purest form of grinding. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty casual grind. Like, yeah. I find myself, when I've got nothing to do, obviously go around and do my little wood chop ro- routine, go around, chop all the wood from my trees, uh, you know, shovel my, my boulders, get my little bits of iron or clay or stone or whatever's going to pop out. Mm-hmm. And then I'll just go fishing. I'll just deep sea fish for like hours <laughs> and then just fish, 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 because that's the way you make the cheddar in this game. Like, I've found at least that's the way I make the Bugs. most money is by going fishing bugs for me i just i can like get tons of bugs and i just make that money easy 
Yeah, see, the, all the bugs on my island, they seem to be like uh, like a budget version almost. Like you're getting a couple of hundred dollars for most of the bugs unless you see a few rare ones yeah. sniffing around. But at least with the fish, I can seem to land uh, like puffer fish or cod or occasionally a shark, which is, is still amazing. Second, see that little fin, you're like, oh, is it going to be a great white or a hammerhead or what's it going to be? Oh, this is not fair. I, first of all, like, I suck at fishing. I I just, I'm too trigger happy. I just, I can't not press the A button when I shouldn't. So I actually suck at fishing. But I just remembered you've got different fish from me. So, um, yeah, yes. pop, pop on over. So we're going to have to, like, island hop and get each other's exotic localized fish. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm I'm really digging it. Like it is, it is a good, good, fun little game. Uh, the characters are cute. The animations great. The the world is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Like um, doubling back to sort of once you get the museum set up, mm-hmm. once you get uh, Mister Mister Owl rolls into town. Blathers, what's yep. his name? Blathers. Brent. Blathers. Was that? Bla- yeah, Blathers. 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 Yeah. Blathers. Blathers. Once once he comes in and you get the museum set up, it is like going into a real life museum like you everything you catch uh bug fish um or when you're digging up fossils which is also a kink of mine in this game um (laughs) you can choose to donate them to the museum to get them stored you don't really get any praise out of that apart from just a you know a thank you so much from blathers or blathers but you can then walk around this museum and it is huge like there is so many wings showcasing all these creatures and things you've dug up or caught and it is so gorgeous in there they have done so pretty they've done so amazing with the museum i actually appreciate the amount of detail that they put in there and that they paid attention because um in the last game uh they had the museum and it was you know you could walk around a bit and show your show your friends but the amount of detail and interaction and just like how like pure it is like you know the the even the giant fucking uh dinosaur bones on exhibit like they don't fit on your screen so you know you either have to look up or you you know read the nameplate or whatever and the detail like even though you're like a cartoon and everyone else around you is a cartoon they actually have extremely detailed like you know representations of these like bones and fossils and like even with some of the fish like they have the little critopia is that what it's called critopia the little thing i think so you can go through oh critopedia critopedia that's it and it's just so detailed on each and um blathers will also or blathers will also tell you if you so want to that he will actually tell you information about the fossil dinosaur or the plant or the bug or the you know whatever you hand him over so i think that's a really great element it's phenomenal and as you said there at the end like it's it's a great little educational process like if you want to learn more about these creatures there's yeah. some, some decent legitimate information on most of these animals um so i've really enjoyed my time with that uh, I've actually got a full-size T-Rex skeleton in of my house now. Of course you do. Uh, I've got all three pieces. I haven't donated that to the museum. It's all in my house. <laughs> He's just sitting. Uh, taken up an entire wall. Sitting at the, your window just looking at the T-Rex exhibit just like... <laughs> yeah. I've, I've put like a two-seater leather couch directly in front of it, in front of it so you can just sit down and just take it all in. Marvel at it. Um, 
How's how's your house looking at the moment? Looking... Is it is it pretty pimped out? You got some pretty cool bits of furniture. I always go down the most realistic route. Like I always try not to make it a bit like I don't try to go out of like the wilds that some people do. Don't get me wrong. Some people have some awesome freaking houses, but I just go your standard route. I I make a lounge room, a kitchen. I've got a gym. I've got a study area, and then I've got my bedroom, which is all you know displayed and i've got my sneakers hung up on the wall and nice. yeah so I how many rooms have you are you still just on the single room or have um, you upgraded and you got I'm a couple of rooms sing- now i'm on the single room and i'm about to head to my second room which yeah, is going to be too. my bathroom because <laughs> i have yeah. a toilet so um oh nice yeah i've got a i've sort of divided off like a little bedroom space with some bookshelves and things and then i've got a little divider for a wardrobe area made a little kitchenette um and then just displayed all kinds of cool things like globes and giant lucha libre wrestlers and I still shipping a bottle that. and stuff like that everyone has that lucha libre statue thing and i'm like how the freak do i get it like i've never i can i it. can make it for you i think it's only like 1400 bells okay. so i can make that for you and, and you can take one home with you today <laughs> But um, my goodness, there is so many, so many collectibles, whether it be furniture, art pieces or things just to hang up on the walls, whether it be stuff that you put out in the open world. Like um, I've started to build like a little, little sort of park or a little play area, a little sand pit and some um, like a little jungle gym and a little rock and horse thing and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, just built a big ass fountain. So I've got a big fountain when you sort of first walk into the wow. joint. So uh, it's looking pretty swish. Um I think one thing that I wish that I'd sort of thought more about when I first started this game is the layout of where I was putting these houses yeah. um, and whatnot. So so I've, I've ponied up some money to relocate my place. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm now sort of on a separate part of the island over um, on like a little beachfront. Uh, I've got my little smoker and my little pizza oven in the backyard sort of cooking <laughs> away and, and whatnot. It's, it's feeling very homely. But yeah, I want to move like the museum to the back end of the island like I've put a bridge in place that I got to pay off and put the big museum in and make it like a big grand feature piece. Like this game could never end. It really, yeah. It like, there's still like a bunch of items that you probably haven't even seen yet. Like you don't even know that they exist yet. And then I, you know, there's going to be like events and like, you know, there'll be your birthday celebration. Then there'll also be the celebration, celebration of your, you know your islander your residents they have birthdays as well so you know it's it's they're going to constantly bring up things and um they'll ha- they should have a fishing competition which should make you happy oh i i will perform pretty well in that um i'm all about that fishing <laughs> life on on the topic of sort of this game as a whole how many islanders do you end up having or how many villages i should say does it cap out at does it cap is it infinite like until you just I, run out of space i feel like it would have to cap out eventually only because for starters they've just got to keep on making things work in the background uh, multiplayer it's like tops of eight so i would assume that they would probably go around the same lines i personally haven't read anything about how, like how much more you can have i'm wondering if once you let's say get rid of a villager um how they go about replacing them yeah like because from what i've seen there's like over a hundred or thereabouts a hundred villages available oh yeah which is insane so surely you're going to get a large portion of those to to scatter around your island and turn it into a 
a thriving uh you know hotbed of activity and getting people to come over and visit have, have you done much on the multiplayer side of it have you had many visitors are you oh, doing yeah. much interactions yeah like um i have this little discord group um where every morning we will post what our turnip prices are because there's turnip turnip trade i can't say that word turnip trade you and, got there you yeah. got there <laughs> hard word um and then we also post what's in our shops so you know we we're all like you know kind of like saying like i've got this item in my shop and like oh i've got this item in my shop okay and then there's also the fruit fruit trades and the the clothing trades so yeah so we're constantly all between islands and yeah (laughs) where 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 do you get turnips from like obviously yeah this is a big thing now i I haven't (laughs) seen anything on my island and i haven't like i've only done two island visits since the turnip things popped up both islands had oranges like i do i think as a time jumper that you are uh you actually will have issues with the turnip lady because turnips she will only appear sunday morning and then you have to physically hold on to those turnips and you know, you will you will pick a day that you will sell them, and it's kind of oh, like the stock okay. market. The, the prices go up and down and fluctuate, so you have to decide when you're going to sell them. But I've heard if you mess around with time while holding them, they just go rotten. Ah, uh, well, so. I need to. I'm gonna, I'm gonna cycle back in time, um, slider style or something, and uh, see her on Sunday and get some turnips. So then I'm gonna cycle it back to normal and. Uh, yeah, work forward from here because I've, I've sort of gotten to where I wanted to be um, as far as gear and equipment and now I'm just all about the terraforming of the environment. Like I haven't got to the level where I can um, elevate p- parts of the area or sort of make rivers and stuff. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to that. I'm assuming that's probably a fair bit later down the line though. I'm disappointed to hear but that not even you've reached it. So I'm like, God, I must be ages away. <laughs> yeah and and even now like isabel with the daily news update she's like no news you know a little random factoid about what she's watching on telly and that's about it so like nothing new's been happening for the last three days Mm. so i'm sort of in this weird holding pattern now where i'm just grinding to try and make enough money um because sort of tom nook is a criminal um we started calling him tom crook he's not a criminal he the, the prices he charges you for relocation so to move your house it's 30 bell 30,000 bells to move You're another moving building a house 50 50,000 bells you are moving a house i think 30,000 is very justified and and you call him a crook he takes no interest he takes no interest on that loan so whatever your loan is that's it for the rest of time so it's up to you to pay I'd, it i'd love to know how much he's paying these laborers to move these it's, he's probably charging them like paying he them builds. five thousand bells he says it himself he builds <laughs> he doesn't oh, build. he never leaves he's he's yeah. the, the fat cat of this he island does. he just sits in that fucking um, tent. but yeah like he's a sweetheart of a little raccoon but i trust him as far as i can throw him like <laughs> the, the loans on everything are ridiculous like and i know it's it's built into the game to make it more of a slow burn and give you more of an experience and, and make sure you don't put this game down after a week like they want you to play this for months mm. it's it's clear and well, it's a game that you could play for months the, i reckon that nintendo will actually be in a bit of a, a bind because um like you kind of mentioned earlier on in the podcast like this if there was ever a game that got released at the perfect time for this current events that are going on in the world this is that perfect game but 
I'm sure they weren't expecting for this game to be released at a time where everyone had all the free time in the world to play it all day. Yeah. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm genuinely curious if they're going to bring out any form of microtransaction in this game where you could buy X amount of bells or nook miles. Mm, I mean... Tr- ha- like, hand to heart, I, I would be dropping money on this to be able to get things to to buy buy my way just to build my bridges and my infrastructure and then I can grind the rest out. But, like, 168,000 bells for a shitty bridge? Come on now. Bullshit. <laughs> it's pretty funny actually hearing this from, a, like, a new player's perspective because, like, you going angry at all these prices and everything, I'm just sitting over here going, yeah, this is normal. What the hell are you angry about? Like, yeah. nothing's for free. Um, <laughs> in regards to microtransactions, I really don't know. This is a kind of a new time. So um, in the game, in Pocket Camp, they obviously did because it was a free download game. So microtransactions were built in, but I mean, this is a paid game. So yeah, I, I really hope that they, it, I hope if they do, it's going to be purely cosmetic. Yeah. And it makes sense for them to do it. Like it is the biggest launch in the entire Animal Crossing series mm. to date. And it is the second biggest launch on the Nintendo Switch behind Pokemon Sword and Shield. So everyone is going bonkers for animal crossing new horizons like you you scroll twitter and every second post at worst seems to be about animal crossing yeah whether it be people sharing how their house looks or something they've made in the creator space or a big fish they've caught like a big sunfish great white shark whatever it is like Mm -hmm. it is a game uniting and bringing the world together it feels like which is kind of cute and sweet in a way yeah yeah. But yeah, Tom Nook, mate, I'm watching you. You're a criminal. <sighs> Leave him alone. I'm actually really happy to see people like you and like even other people on my feed who are like, you know what, I've never played this game before, but I'm everyone loves it. I'm going to buy it. And then next thing you know, I, like, they'll message me and they're like, oh, I've got this and I got that. And how do I do this? And so like, it's been so nice like guiding all these new people through just the Animal Crossing universe and telling them tips and tricks and all the other little things that kind of happen behind so it's it's really really cool especially like how long i've been waiting for this game and just seeing it and just also seeing the positive impact it has as well for people right now so it's it's been really good it really is great and um yeah just just the little things like the attention to detail the sense of community not only from your villagers but when you do open up your gates and you can have all your friends come in mm-hmm. or you could, you know, obviously jump to their island to see what they're up to. Mm-hmm. Then you can just roam around and do whatever. Like I had um, NATO, Kaz and Nasi just randomly roll in last night <laughs> as I was on my fishing trip. And then um, I'm off fishing trying to farm my cash or farm my bells, sorry. And then when I, I came back to my village, I'm pretty sure it was NATO. I'd put money on it was him or, or Nasi. I don't know which one of the two. But I came back and there was just holes dug all the way through my central island, like Ooh. probably 50 holes that I had to fill in. And it could have been because I was just off fishing. Like I was sort of ignoring them a little bit because I was trying to make them bells. But uh, yeah, that was a bit cheeky. Like I'm happy they can't sort of destroy buildings and things like in a Minecraft. So, But they can be a little bit of a nuisance. Yeah, so when you give to someone best friends privilege, they can do some damage oh really yeah so you can have friends over like you can have people that are your friends like you know you can open it to them and they're they're very limited to what they can do they can usually just walk around and see what's going on but when you do best friends that's when the shovel works 
Oh, okay. Okay, that's that's interesting now. So I, I need to be more mindful of who I allow as a best friend. Like, mm-hmm. I would not be allowing Salim the Dream as a best friend because, you know, he'd come in and shovel Dicks a big everywhere. dick right in the middle of my yep. island. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> Bless your dream. Bless you. But, um... Yeah, I really like that. Like, I'm keen to do more of the online play and sort of jump around and see what everyone else is building. Hmm. Yeah, sort of start working out who's got what in the shops. <laughs> uh, I need to get some other other different fruit trees. Like, I've, obviously, I've got oranges on my island. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a couple of apple trees, but I need to get... Is it just the three? Is it like apples, oranges, and peaches, or is there more? So, I'm a cherry. Um, okay. And then there's apples, oranges, peaches, and pears, and coconuts. Oh, Okay. Oh, okay. I've got a couple of coconuts. I've, I've uprooted a few trees when I've done my little island hops. So. Yeah. No, I've I've got all of them. I've actually built like an orca. So, um, I'll I'll hook you up. Hell yeah, hell yeah. But I'm <laughs> I'm really digging it. Um, grievances. One of my biggest annoyances I wish that they'd implement or have implemented would be like a, a creator mode when you're not in your house. Like, you know how you can go to creator mode in your house to, to move things around and uh-huh. it'll snap in place and give you grids? I wish they did that on the island. Oh, like the whole map. Yeah, like when you plant some some items, like mm-hmm. whether it be a bit of outdoor furniture or a bike or whatever, you don't really know which way it's going to land or where it's going to be placed. It's almost yeah. like a bit of roll of the dice here and there. Yeah. Like, it's not game breaking but it can be a little bit frustrating yeah you know what like i do if there is a one thing that i do get frustrated with is like sometimes i think i'm facing a certain way but then it turns out i'm actually pointed in a different direction um it doesn't help that my character's doing like dodgy side eye so i really don't know where <laughs> i'm facing so maybe that's my own problem but actually speaking the, the only thing that i think has probably bothered me a little bit is the um is the item durability and the fact that yeah, i was just about break. to ask you about that yeah um that's that's been getting to me um the fact that there's no way to actually like gauge when it's about to break like I feel like if you're going to do it, like, please just like, let me know if we're almost there. Like even give me like a slight indicator if we're close. Um, I just hate that. It's just unpredictable. Like one minute, everything's fine. And then it's like, it's broken. It's like, really? Oh no, my trusty fishing rod. I really like, I don't know if they're going to bring it in later, but I really wish that there was like a next tier item where it's unbreakable like in the previous games there was like a golden axe like that was unbreakable kind of thing so okay like bringing back golden items they might because there is golden like there is gold um gold nuggets nuggets yeah like i've got a couple of gold nuggets i've kept them in my little storage because i figured they'd be needed later very smart so you can sell them for ten thousand bells each but no Uh i'm keeping them because i figured there'd be some kind of near unbreakable item like it does feel Zelda-y in that way, mm. where they are very fragile items, like especially when you're on the, the, the entry tier, the flimsy tier. <laughs> uh, it feels like you got about 10 swipes at some things at times and then it's gone. So mm. it's just a little health bar. Or even when it's getting to its final five swings or casts, maybe have it start flashing red or yeah, something. Yeah, something along just something like lines. that. Yeah, maybe like even implement maybe like repair kits or something. I just hate that. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, I like I just it. hate that like... I could be either, like, on, uh, on either on the other side of the island, on a friend's island, or even on one of the island tours, and then you 
it just breaks at the wrong time and it just screws everything up and I understand that it's probably them thinking like hey this is unique it's a new challenge they have to be smart with what they hold but uh, I think it's just on the brink of like between being like a creative device of longevity and then just being borderline annoying I, I found myself carrying a workbench in my pockets <laughs> just for when I was like at the other end of an island fishing or you know chopping trees or whatever yeah um just so i could pop it out and just build something on the fly and keep going it's a pain in the ass because at the start you are pretty limited on on pocket space which is mm -hmm. your inventory like you've got two rows i think maybe it's 10 items per row something like that maybe 20 Seems items right, you could yeah. hold thereabouts and then it's five thousand bloody nook <laughs> miles bells, to yeah. upgrade <laughs> to get a third tier and then to get the fourth tier it's eight thousand nook miles and and they're hard to come by especially once you've done that initial flurry of uh, really entry-level uh, tasks because I'm barely getting nook miles these days because I've sort of smacked through so many of the, the various tasks and it's rewards the pluses, outside man. of the dailies along the top. Dude, no, they're not dailies. They just keep refreshing. Just keep going. Keep going. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. how you so, make your nook miles. And then, like, to redeem your Nook Miles, there's things like you can buy a big Godzilla, which is 5,000. And I've got about I that in my, that. my bank again now. And I want to buy it, but then there's also, like, a lighthouse. So maybe I want to buy that to put on my island. Or there's, like, a silo that I could put in the middle of the island. Like, I'm just trying to think of how to make this thing feel more alive. So I'm, I'm sort of strategically funneling my, my nook my nook miles to, to build the best things whether it be a um a diy recipe or just buy the item once so this is this is going to be the most australian sentence ever but i've actually been spending all my nook miles to use the tour like tickets so i could find spider island <laughs> yeah because i haven't seen a spider like it's it's pretty rare and it's not a common place to be I dropped, wish I wish we could say that but my partner he got it on the second time really second go he he found spider island and he just bundled up all these spiders and he went back to the shop and sold them all and he had like hundreds of bells hundreds of thousands of bells so that would have set him set him off on the right on the right spot that's for sure like yeah. uh, you don't start with much cash and you're in no. the hole for a loan of 50,000 straight off the jump so yeah. um yeah tom nook he owns your ass right from the jump he does he's a, he's a cheeky little raccoon but you got to pay the piper to progress in this game so yeah but i'm i'm, I'm loving it i'm loving everything about this game bar a few of those little grievances we just talked about like mm. it's just easy it's just you lose hours in this game so quickly mm. uh, time flies by just grinding this out or renovating this space or trying to plan how things are going to go together down the line mm. um, I, I just wish they gave you access to build paths straight off the jump because oh, that has no real benefit it. to the game yeah. but at least you could work out where, you sh where your shit's going to go I think it's just more about like how prime like primeval your place looks until like like how primitive in nature and then it you know builds up kind of thing so i think if you had fancy paths maybe at the start it would be a bit off i guess yeah yeah but i have to i have to ask like so like you said you're a newbie this is your first game i'm just very curious like based on kind of like everything that you thought you knew about the game before buying it and getting into it like how has it compared how has it impressed you like um i think the depth the depth of the game was what got me the most like on the surface it's pretty simple you, you just 
building a world on this little island with cute little friends and whatever else but the, the depth of the items available the customization options the the day night cycle uh, the the amount that you can personalize this world to be your own and mm-hmm. to be unique amongst everything else. Um, mm-hmm. I really like the that creator option where you can get in and make your own little pixel art. I haven't really yeah. played on it too much, but just things like that, being able to make your own clothes or with your own logos or whatever you wanted to say, and then that can then be represented on on the you know the island flag and stuff like that. Just I am trying to make an eight bit logo. I've I've tried and I've imported it a few times into that website. Um, which name escapes me right AC now. AC Patterns. One second, unless I closed it off my phone. It's like AC Creator or something. ACPatterns.com. Yeah. ACPatterns.com. Check that out because you can upload any graphic on there and it will convert it into a little little pixel art, which you can then get a QR code to scan straight into the game. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I can't seem to nail the 8-bit logo to the, to, the, to the degree that I'd be happy for. But yeah, yeah it's just... It's, it look on the surface it looks really simple real cutesy real fun and it is all that but underneath that you can be very very particular with how you want everything to look um, how you want your little island to be in, in its own unique way and like I saw someone the other day turn their house into the Castlevania house and I saw <laughs> someone else like completely rebuild like an animation scene from Final Fantasy like with little oh, 8-bit yeah. sprites all over the walls and stuff like that like yeah. you can spend hours doing this stuff and it's it's so fun you can do whatever you please bug hunting wood chopping treasure hunting fishing just dicking around with your mates mm-hmm. um going over to see the the photographer guy and his rando log cabin it's very casting couch mind you it's i could not believe that where a hip you meet this like hippie dog and he goes yeah come check out my island anytime you want i'm like cool sounds good he is the only person on this island he he tells you to go inside make yourself comfortable and you know if you want to shoot some stuff he'll be in in a bit and you walk in there and it literally is like a brown leather couch with a director's chair facing it with two stage lights pointed at you and i just sat there and i went uh, excuse me animal mm-hmm. crossing what the hell like yeah <laughs> and you can you can and you can invite your friends in there too like it's uh <laughs> i was going through that whole scene and i'm just like wow this is like this would go over a lot of like kids heads they'd be completely naive to what's going on but anyone yeah. of age you know teenagers and up i'd assume would go hang on what's yeah. going on here like this this looks a little bit more suspect than uh another way going to in make and getting bells. a single photo <laughs> I haven't I haven't um, played with that yet, but you can uh, get your little amiibos and scan them in and actually take photos with your various amiibo characters mm-hmm. in that space, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah. So you can get some portraits with characters from all types of universes. Yeah, I've seen that there's been the inclusion of the amiibos, but they also had these um, cards for, is it called Happy Homemaker, that the previous okay. game? Um, they had these little collectible cards with scannable codes, so I believe like they are actually functional to use in this game as well. So nice, nice. Yeah. But yeah, I'm loving this game. Loving this game. Just little things, you know, like the little message in the bottles that rock up on your mm-hmm. beach with the little recipes, the little random floating presents that come in on a balloon that you got to shoot I down with slingshots. <laughs> Just things like that, like. There's so much to do and you get excited each time you see one of those little things. Like, mm-hmm. oh shit, could be a new recipe for, who knows, maybe it's the furniture that I've been hoping to get for so long. Exactly. Or, 
a cool leather jacket or whatever. You it's know? like it's like little simple, like maybe even to some people who are not familiar with the series and don't give a damn about all this happy-go-lucky shit. But like getting a letter from your neighbor, like the AI, so this character that lives in your house and they've sent you a they've sent you a letter and a present because they just wanted to let you know that they think you're great, and then you're just like, oh. <laughs> it's, it's very it's very heartwarming this game and there's a lot of endearing moments and yeah I, I can see myself playing this for quite a while like I've been that hooked on this there's been a like the Resident Evil 3 demo came out like at the tail end of last week same time as this release I haven't even touched that demo and I'm like the biggest Resident Evil fan that I know and I haven't even played it because I've just been Animal Crossing Animal Crossing I, I barely played Doom I've got Doom Eternal, barely touched that as well. Like, it's just been Animal Crossing New Horizons has become my life. Could you imagine, like, time traveling back to, I don't know, maybe even a year ago, maybe even half a year ago, and just saying to yourself, hey, I've got to tell you, you are going to be addicted to Animal Crossing. You're not going to even play the new Resident Evil demo when it comes out, and you, you won't even touch Doom. You're just going to be straight Animal Crossing. You would go, yeah, right. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, piss off, piss off, mate. Like, you got you know no idea. Think. But here we are. You know, we're in this parallel timeline where we're all about Animal Crossing New Horizons. And it's great to see, like... And it's good to see that this game has had a lot of success. Like, the gaming industry and the entertainment industry, it's on a knife's edge. I, I don't mm. think gaming and things like that's going to be too heavily impacted. But I'm curious to see if we will see any of these game release dates get shifted. Like, a lot of these films are now getting shelved indefinitely for dates so i'm curious <laughs> I, to see if that's going to ripple through the games but i don't think it will i feel like it will shift the other way like granted that a lot of them now have to work from home but i guess if some of them were just in their final stages i wouldn't be surprised if people would be kind of just bringing them forward because people are looking for things to do so people are playing video games like i like I fully believe Animal Crossing is a fantastic bloody game and it deserves all the praise that it's been getting but I you know it's obviously benefited from people being at home and needing something to play 100% but my, my big my big fear is if they do start shutting more of the retail side of it at least here in Australia it would impact sales because our internet's so bad that's my biggest fear I think is because our our internet is so average um will will sales plummet in some of those regions but yeah like it's it's reviewed well like it's 91 on metacritic so That's on it is, is getting it? praised <laughs> yeah and loved by all industry professionals but i'm all about it you're all about it seems the world is all about it and in such a dark time at the moment it's nice to have this cute quirky personality warming game out there to to provide a little distraction with all this other shit going on nothing like a bit of escapism yeah yeah and that's uh exactly what animal crossing is bringing to the table like it is phenomenal Uh, we could sit and talk about this for another few hours but yeah this uh animal crossing new horizons centric episode of the hungry gamers has flown by we've been we've been chatting and riffing this game for nearly an hour Mm -hmm. and we could talk about it in so much more detail but i figure we might park it here for this week uh we're going to be back to the usual docket of the hungry gamers in episode 188 Uh, It will be out on the usual release schedule, which is Monday Australian, Sunday US, and most of the rest of the world. So uh, episode 188 will have a nice smattering of news, uh, opinions, maybe some more updates on how Animal Crossing lives are going. 
But yeah, uh, anything you want to say before we close this episode up for a couple of days? I just say, um, once again, it's so amazing to see everyone enjoying this game. Please um, don't be afraid to share everything that you're doing in Animal Crossing on our Discord. Just, I'd love to see everyone's homes. I'd love to see people's islands. I'd love to see their unique villages and, you know, um, yeah, head to our Discord. Um, share away. I love seeing everyone's stuff. Hell yeah. So 8bitnation.net is the central hub with direct links to that Discord, to our Facebook page, to our web store, or you can go shop 8bit.net if you want to go there as well. Get yourself some sweet swag. Uh, and then 8bit.net or youtube.com forward slash we are 8bit for our video content as well. Uh, be sure to rate, review, subscribe us and all the other podcasts within the hashtag 8bit collective uh, because those reviews and ratings help keep the emotional lights on in our hearts. And a lot of people need that right now with shit going on. So just spare 30 seconds. Chuck a review up on Apple Podcasts or your podcast player of choice just so we can see what's going on. And, uh, you know, make sure you guys stay safe out there, stay healthy, stay smart. But until next time, 8-Bit Nation, we're going to be back for episode 188 of the Hungry Games podcast. Much love. And stay hungry. You've been listening to The Hungry Gamers, one of many gaming and geek culture-related podcasts from the 8-Bit Collective over on 8bit.net. Check out more episodes on your podcast service of choice. And while you're there, please be sure to rate and subscribe. Until next time, boys and girls, stay hungry. Stay hungry.